your face. Say, how about the... Ouch! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Ann Southern. But first, your announcer. I'm Maisie, like the fellow said, Maisie Revere. Just a gal from Brooklyn who's faced more of life than courtship. Frankly, there's nothing unusual about me. If you saw me walking down the street, you wouldn't give me a second look. And if you did, you'd be wasting your time. Yep, I've traveled all over the country and worked at all kinds of jobs. Right now, I'm returning from a job I had in a department store out west. I was in the notions department, and I quit because the floor walker also had notions. Of all the seats available, I had to plunk myself down alongside one of those women with the baby. It had the face of an angel and lungs like an air raid siren. This child didn't cry all the time, just when he was awake. Now, now, darling, shh. Mommy can't read when you cry. So play with the knife, baby, and... Yeah, little man. And do Maisie another small favor, will you? Stop drooling into my purse. My lipstick is starting to float. <laughs> Madam, please do something, will you? He's been yelling so much I'm liable to wind up with cauliflower eardrums. Oh, what's the matter, baby? Mine, hungry again. Well, he can't be unless his little stomach has no memory. Just ten minutes ago, he ate half my salami sandwich. Yeah. I'll take him just as soon as I finish the story I'm reading. You don't mind holding him on your lap, do you? Well, I didn't mind it to Nevada, Montana, and Colorado. But Junior did get a little heavy through Kansas. Here, Mama, he's all yours. Bye, Madam. I'm going to find a seat up forward. Oh, hush, darling, now hush. Only a few more hours and you'll be back with Papa. And you can drive him nuts for a while. Uh, pardon me, Mrs. Is this seat taken? No. No, it isn't. Thanks. Um, you care for some gum? No, thanks. Was anything wrong, honey? No. Everything's just... Just dandy. <laughs> oh, now don't cry, honey. Dry your eyes. Here, use my handkerchief. Uh-oh. I don't have one. That baby's mother ran short of equipment, so she drafted my handkerchief. Baby. <laughs> I said something, baby. You don't understand. I'm going to have one. Well, don't take on so. Oh, it's not that. It's, it's, it's... Oh. Miss, miss, I mean, missus, don't, don't... Uh, conductor, conductor. Huh? Yes, miss, what is it? 
Oh, what's wrong with her? She fainted. Stopped the train. Just because she fainted? Well, don't don't you understand? We got to get her to a doctor at once. Stop the train. She's going to have a baby. Oh, but she can't. She only bought one ticket. I mean, we've got a schedule to keep. Yeah, but the store can't read a train schedule. Nobody can, for that matter. Stop this train immediately. You can't, Miss. Hey, let go of that emergency cord. What? Oh, now we're going to do nothing, nothing. Oh, well, never mind that. Put your head out of my suitcase and help me with this girl. I'm getting her to a hospital. Yeah, but... She's going to be there when the baby arrives. The mother is always there when the baby arrives. I mean to the hospital. Come on, honey. Where am I? What happened? Save your strength, honey. You're going to need all of it. We'll get you to the nearest hospital if I have to carry you there. Calling for the train, honey. If you want to yell, wait till a car comes up the road. Oh, this is awful. We're miles and miles away from everything. Well, we'll get a lift to the nearest town soon. You just lie down and rest till one comes along. Oh, this is awful. Awful. Oh, poor kid. Here, take this. What do I want with a pencil? Well, just bite on it. It's supposed to ease the pain. But I don't have any pain. You don't. But you're supposed to. It's important. Try, honey. Try and have some pain. Just a little, please. See, I've been trying to tell you. The baby. I'm not going to have it now. Well, I hope not. You must wait till we get to a doctor. No. It won't be born for eight months yet. Now, don't talk, honey. It's... Uh, what? I tried to tell you, but you rushed me off the train. Oh, brother. Well, that's me. Never waits till the last minute. Now, look, I'll, I'll walk to the nearest town and send your husband a telegram to come and get you. Oh, no, 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 no. He mustn't know where I am. You see, I'm... I'm running away. Running away? Oh. He beats you, huh? Tom does not beat me. He's wonderful. Well, if he's so wonderful, why are you running away? And And what about the baby? The one you're going to have sometime. Doesn't that make a difference? Well, that's why I'm running away. He's had too many expenses already. The baby? No, my husband. Tom doesn't make much money. And you don't know what it's like to have to count your pennies. <laughs> yes, I do, honey. Uh, look, um... Uh... Uh, Betty Grayson. Mrs. Betty Grayson. Oh, well, I'm Macy Fevere, miss. Hello. Well, look, Betty, I know I've interfered in your life enough already, but I, I think you're making a big mistake. Running away rather than tell your husband he's going to be a father. Well, how did you know I didn't tell him? Well, because maybe you're the kind of woman whose only enjoyment out of life is feeling sorry for herself. But, but don't you see that the money and the cost, Tom and me always broke... We never got to go anyplace. Well, maybe when the baby's born, you won't want to. Gosh. Do you really think... Well, it's worth a try, isn't it? Well... Come on, we'll get a lift home somehow. And I'm going with you to see that you don't talk yourself out of it again. I don't think I will. Gosh, Maisie. How do you know so much about... You know, a kid needing a father and mother? Oh, that's simple, honey. I happen to know all about parents. You see, I never had any. 
Wonderful. It, it's terrific. Gosh. Gosh, imagine me with a son. You want a boy, Tommy? Well, what else? It'll be a boy, won't it? Well, I'll try, Tommy. Really, I will. Uh, well, your wife can't guarantee the make, Tommy. After all, you're dealing with a firm that's just starting in business. Oh, well, it doesn't have to be a boy. Girls are wonderful, too. After all, Maisie, you're a girl. Oh. The most wonderful girl in the world. If it hadn't been for you, Maisie, you've been an angel. Yeah. Yeah, what you've done was a miracle. How can we ever repay you? Oh, skip it, kids. This one's on the house. Well, I guess I'll be shoving off. Oh, but where are you going? You told me you have no place to go and, and no money. Maisie, I have a little money. Oh, no, that's sweet of you, Tommy, but save it for your man-child. You know, babies are all born with one nasty habit. Nasty habit? What? Eaten. <laughs> so long now. But I've got lots of money. You have? Yeah. I'm loaded. Well, you sure sound like it. You been celebrating in advance, Tommy? Oh, I mean it, Betty, honey. Right after you left, it came in my GI insurance refund. A hundred and thirty-seven bucks. A hundred and thirty-seven dollars? Yeah. Hey, Tommy, you're a millionaire. Oh, honey, we'll save our money. All we'll get are just the bare necessities. Like, well, like that new car you wanted. Oh, yeah? And that beautiful grand piano we saw in the window. Yeah. Mm, some bare necessities, I'll say. But don't you two kids realize that having a baby's expensive? They are? Oh, gosh, how would I know? I never had a baby before. Very few men do. Doctors charge money to deliver babies. Yes, that's right. And my doctor said I was going to have a big one. About, um, eight or nine pounds. Gosh, how much will that cost? Well, who knows? Doctors don't charge for the pound. <laughs> and, and you'll need money for emergencies. Babies sometimes get sick. They do? Oh, my goodness! Oh, no, yeah, please. what you kids need to do is save that GI insurance dough. You're right, Macy, yes. you're right. Betty, honey, here's the check. You take care of the money. Oh, no, 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 darling, you take care of it. Oh, I wouldn't trust myself. Money just always... just. Slips through my fingers. Oh, mine too. I can't hold on to a dime. Oh, that's silly. I know if I had that kind of loot, I'd know how to save it. And every other hunk of change that came into the family's piggy bank. You can? Gee, Maisie, would you? Would I want? Take care of our money. Save it for us. Please. What? Well, we couldn't pay you much to be our secretary of the treasury. But, but... you could have your room and board free. And you could sleep on the couch in the living room. <laughs> oh, well, this is a new one. I've worked as a babysitter, but this is the first time I've ever been offered a job as a money sitter. You'll do it, won't you? For us. And the baby. Oh, look, kid, you're both being silly. Our poor kid, he, he may get sick with a fever, need money for doctors. A specialist. And the money won't be there. We've spent it all. Oh, look, now I... Look at him, lying in his crib, so tiny and so helpless. He needs serum. It's expensive. It's got to be flown from Washington. We have to charter a plane, but but there's a storm all over the country. And the pilot won't take a chance unless he gets paid for it, the rat. My poor, poor child. His fever's going up. He's got to have that serum. He's just got to. Oh, okay, okay, honey, I'll do it. But I just thought of one horrible thing. Well, 
What's that, Maisie? Well, suppose the kid don't catch that sickness and we don't need to charter a plane. We'll be stuck with all that money. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. Sorry, chum. No dimes for a cup of coffee. My business manager said I should... Uh, well, if it ain't Lieutenant Porter. <laughs> At ease, Sergeant Grayson. The war's over. You don't have to salute me anymore. Uh, yes, sir. I, I mean, Lieutenant... I, I mean, uh, Mr. Porter... Oh, good. Uh, uh, oh, things are pretty tough for you, huh, pal? Oh, uh, don't let this threadbare suit of mine throw you, pal. I'll be out of it soon. Well, it looks like you're almost out of it in a couple of places now, Harry. Say if a couple of bucks. Oh, thanks, kid. Thanks. What I need ain't a couple. It's a couple of thousand. Oh, sorry, chum. My uh, businessman, Native of Beer, don't carry around that kind of cash. She uh, thinks I might spend it foolishly. Smart girl. But I'm going to get the money. I'm on my way now to the bank. The vice president, Mr. Thomas, practically promised to lend it to me. Oh, he did, huh? Hmm. Well, I'd better get to Maisie fast and tell her to deposit my GI insurance check someplace else. She's at the bank now opening an account for me. And if they'll lend you that kind of cash, I ain't got much faith in the safety of my dole. Oh, the bank isn't worried about its money, chum. They know they'll get it back with interest. Mr. Thomas is a man with vision. He has a head on his shoulders. Yeah. Sounds like he's got two heads on his shoulders. Well, I'm glad that Thomas isn't like you, Tommy. He doesn't think building a bridge in Hawaii is too much of a gamble. A bridge, huh? Hey, say, Harry, while we were over there during the war, you were working on that bridge-building proposition, weren't you? Uh Uh-huh. As an engineer in civilian life, I realized that could be done there. And that's the reason for the condition of my wardrobe. You see, I spent every dime working on getting that franchise to build. And now I got it, with government backing. We leave for Hawaii just as soon as I get to see Thomas at the bank. He's uh, loaning me plane fare to fly my workers over there. Oh, you lucky devil. Going to Hawaii, huh? Yeah. Say, Tommy, why don't you come along? Uh, uh, My business manager won't go for the expense. Well, what I meant is I'll be needing a foreman out there when I build. I'll give you a hundred a week. You just hired yourself a foreman, sir. Oh, boy, wait till I get home and tell the wife that our kid will be able to afford sicknesses that poor kids can't even get a chance at. And... When do we leave, boss? Just as soon as I see Mr. Thomas and get that loan. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, Harry, why don't you come up to the house for dinner tonight? I, um, I want you to meet my little mother. And also the smartest little dame with a buck, Maisie. Oh, brother, the way she looks after the safety of my money. There's a gal that don't throw money away. Oh, a Republican, huh? See you later, foreman. (laughs) 
My secretary said you insisted on seeing me here in my office. Uh, that's right, Mr. Thomas. I'm thinking of opening an account in this bank for a client of mine. But before I do, I must make certain that my money is absolutely safe. Oh, uh, this amount you have is a large sum? Uh, I'm the one that asks the questions, Mr. Thomas. After all, I never did business with you before. And I'm not so sure you're the type to be trusted. I'm not? No. To me, your eyes are a little too close together. Well, I can't help it, miss. I come from a poor family, and I grew up in a very narrow room. Now, look, miss, you can't go wrong leaving your money with us. Oh, well, it isn't my money. That's why I'm so careful. It belongs to an ex-soldier. Oh. Now, uh, how much do you want to open this account with? Uh, the whole check. One hundred and thirty-seven dollars. You're kidding. You can't handle that much, huh? We'll have to divvy it up amongst our branches. Yes? What is it, Miss Peters? There's a Mr. Harry Porter to see you about that bridge loan. Okay, send him in. Right. And uh, now, Miss, that our little bank passed the honesty test, I hope you'll excuse me. Uh, you can go to any of the windows outside, and any one of our little army of busy beavers will be glad to open that account for you. Uh, well, not so fast, Mr. Thomas. If you're going to give a man a loan, I'd like to stay right here and make sure that he deserves it. After all, you may be loaning him my 137 bucks. Uh, miss, believe me, this Mr. Porter knows what he's doing. Yeah. But do you? Yes. And I've made up my mind to loan him the money to get to Hawaii with his crew and build that bridge. But he'll have to prove to me that it's a good bridge before I come across. Uh, miss, this is none of your affair, so if you don't mind, I... Come in. Oh, good afternoon, Mr. Thomas. Ready to give me that loan, I take it? You won't take it till we make sure you deserve it. Oh, uh, this your wife, Mr. Thomas? Heaven forbid. Hey, miss, I've some important business to discuss. If you want to waste somebody's time, please uh, waste the vice president. Oh, is he in charge of new deposits? Uh, also in charge of seeing that when depositors are forced to stand in line, that they refrain from staring into each other's deposit books. A good day, miss. Well, okay, if you think it's safe. Uh, well, Mr. Thomas, I'm all set to go. I've hired my foreman already. And now all I need is that loan we discussed so I can get started building my bridge in Hawaii. Uh, yes, Mr. Porter, we've given it a lot of thought. Uh, and, uh... But not enough. What's the idea of building a bridge in Hawaii? Why don't you build it here where the people can see what they're getting for their money? Miss, please keep your two cents out of this. I will. And my $137, too. <sighs> You should be ashamed of yourself, Mr. Thomas. Gambling your poor depositor's money on this bum. A bum? Miss, just because my clothes are a bit shabby doesn't mean that I'm a bum. Mr. Thomas, if you go ahead and loan out your trusting depositor's money to this bum, you'll be sorry. Be sorry? But you've got to give me a chance to make good. I know I'm nothing right now, but remember the old saying... Giant oaks from acorns come. Oh, what's an acorn? Just a nut. Mr. Thomas, maybe this is none of my business. Just maybe? It isn't my friend's 137 bucks I'm worrying about. It's all the money poor folks have left here in your care. Yes, but uh, banks do business by loaning money. That's what we're here for. If we don't loan money, we don't make money. Just as I thought. 
nothing but a selfish attitude. <laughs> Mr. Thomas, I've heard enough from this screwball. No, you haven't. Mr. Thomas, if you go ahead and give this fly-by-night character the depositor's money, I'll go from door to door and tell each one to get their money out before it's too late. Oh, but, but that'll start a run on the bank. We'll be ruined. Better you than those poor schnooks that put their life savings in your keeping. Well, Mr. Thomas? Mr. Thomas? Good day, Mr. Porter. <laughs> Maisie, Maisie, for gosh sake, aren't you dressed yet? Tommy's new boss will be here for dinner any minute, Maisie. Do hurry! Well, I'm doing the best I can, but it isn't easy getting dressed in the kitchen closet. It's so dark in here for the last five minutes, I thought I was brushing my hair, but it turned out to be your floor mop. <laughs> oh, oh that, that must be the boss now. I'll get it. Hiya, boss. You're just in time for dinner. Uh, how about a little something first? To, what do you have? Make mine an arsenic and soda. Arsenic? Isn't that a little strong, Mr. Porter? Uh, this is the little woman, boss. The mother of my son-to-be. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful to meet you, sir. And I want to thank you for what you're doing for my Tommy. Frankly, Mrs. Grayson, there's nothing to thank me for. Tommy, about that job of yours. Oh, I quit that. I told the old boss what he could do with his old job. Quit it? And we're all set to leave for Tommy's new job. Maisie, help me pack. Maisie? Yeah, my business manager and pal. She's, uh, she's our little fixer. I want you to meet her. Uh, thanks, but I've had all the little fixers I can take for one day. A little lady fixer fixed it, so he ain't going to Hawaii. Uh, Not going? But, but I thought it was all set. It was, but a certain nosy body unset it. Talked the bank right out of giving me the loan. Oh, just wait till I get my hands on that dame. Oh! Oh, this is terrible. Terrible. We need advice, but bad. Maisie! Maisie! I'll be with you in a sec. I got my stockings on backwards again. Say, that voice. It sounds familiar. Maisie! Maisie, come out right away. Something terrible's happened. The bank didn't give that bridge loan to Mr. Porter. Oh, that's a terrible thing for a bank to do. Porter? A tall, skinny guy? Yeah. How did you know? Oh, I just took a stab in the dark. <laughs> and right now, if I had a knife, I'd like to take another. Maisie, Maisie, this is serious. Now that that job of mine is all off, I have no future. Yeah, come on out, Maisie. I'd rather stay in here. I'd like to have a future. Oh, come on out. We need advice, and we need it bad. Then I'm your girl. There ain't nobody can give as bad advice as me. Come out, gal. Maisie! Hello, all. <laughs> you like my new hairdo? But it's combed right down over your kisser. Yes, Maisie, and I can't see your face. I'm glad. <laughs> well, folks, I think I'll skip dinner. I got a date. I think I'll run now. She's the dame that's responsible for all this mess. No, I'm sure I'll run. Maisie, you did it? My franchise to build that bridge expires tomorrow, and I have to be in Hawaii by then with my crew or Maisie, else. Maisie, now you've spoiled everything. Well, but I only did it to protect your money. I didn't think it was fair to loan a total stranger millions of dollars that didn't even belong to the bank to build a bridge. Millions of dollars? Yeah. But, Maisie, Mr. Porter didn't want to borrow millions. All I wanted was a couple of thousand to get my crew over to Hawaii. 
Only a couple of thousand? Yeah. The government's backing the actual construction. Well, gosh, why didn't you say so, Mr. Porter? Why? You didn't ask me. But I couldn't think of everything. I'm no genius, you know. I think you are. Oh, you're just being sweet. A genius at messing things up. Well, that takes talent, too. Oh, Maisie, how could you? No, it's too late. Yeah, and where can we get 2,000 bucks just like that? Well, that's easy. From Mr. Thomas at the bank. Miss, you're stupid. Banks close at three, and now it's seven. And no banker ever opens his bank for loans at this hour. But Mr. Thomas might come down and open his bank if somebody calls him and tells him she thinks his bank is being robbed. But his bank isn't being robbed. Well, how am I supposed to know that, Mr. Porter? Like you said, I'm stupid. Just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. came rushing down to his bank after I called and found out it was just a trick. He saw red. But Mr. Porter saw green. $3,000 worth of it. The next morning, he, Betty, and their crew chartered a plane and flew to Hawaii. They wanted me to join them there in two weeks, but I can't leave for 30 days, the judge said. Yeah, that's what I got for sending in a false alarm. And Betty and Tom were so grateful. They said they were going to give their kid my name. They might just as well, because for the next month I won't be using it. I got a number instead. Well, it's time for chow now, so I might as well get in line and see what the chef has dreamed up today to turn our little stomach. You have just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. <laughs> by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Elvia Allman, Frank Nelson, Lorene Tuttle, Jerry Hausner, Byron Kane, and Peter Lees. Jack McCoy speaking. 